Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Welcome to the Goddess Diaries with your host, Dom Champagne. Come explore what it means to be a modern woman who dares to remember her sacred self. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Goddess Diaries Radio. My name is Dawn Champagne. I am the hostess and creatrix of this podcast, as well as the blog of the same name. And I am so happy that you've tuned in today to listen to the show. This month, all month long on the blog, I am talking about the goddess Lilith. And what can I say about Lilith? Lilith is a misunderstood goddess. And if you've listened to the show in the past, you know, I really dig those misunderstood goddesses because they teach us so much, so much about living in love and light, really. I mean, a lot of the goddesses that are misunderstood have the description of a darker goddess or a dark goddess. And in fact, Lilith is often feared, feared by a lot of people. Her energy is feared as the wild feminine, or she's feared as a creature of chaos. But I really... Gosh, and choosing to talk about her and work with her energy actively throughout the month of October and then report back my experience and findings and just kind of reach out and connect with you uh, in, in, as it pertains to your own experience with the goddess Lilith, um, it's really blowing my mind. <laughs> and I mean that in kind of a punny way, Lilith being the goddess of air and windstorms, right? <laughs> um, But seriously, like I said, misunderstood goddesses teach us so much if we are willing to uh, take it deeper with them, to go a little bit, you know, beyond the surface of what their stories actually tell us. And this past week, this whole month so far, since the beginning of October, oh my gosh, it has been a wild ride. In the last episode of the Goddess Diaries radio, we talked about healing the wild feminine with Lilith. And that was last week's blog post. Um, And in that episode, I mentioned how the black moon on September 30th, which was the second new moon in one calendar month, it represented a kind of opening or a passageway or a, a portal, if you will, to that Lilith energy. I chose earlier in the summer to talk about Lilith on the you know during the month of October, but I had no idea about all these synchronicities when I planned that. I had no idea that this was going to be happening, and um, it's been rather interesting, as I said. So September thirtieth kind of opened up that that portal to this Lilith energy. If you're following my vibe, if you talk astrology speak, <laughs> um, which I do here on this podcast, in case you haven't. Um, in case you didn't know, uh, moon magic, women's intuition, and goddess lore. That's what we're all about here. So September 30th, huge, huge, huge portal opening into that Lilith energy. And 
you know, the week of October, well, it's, it kind of started October 5th, 6th, 7th, Lilith, Dark Moon Lilith, astrologically speaking, Dark Moon Lilith and Venus were conjunct. They were exact the day the Trump tapes went live or the day that they leaked to the media. And they're still kind of transiting together through Scorpio, which is an interesting dynamic, if you will. I will explain all of this in just a moment, but I'm just kind of sitting here trying to collect my thoughts. And I had this whole show planned out, mapped out. I have this outline of what I want to talk about. And this past week has just kind of blown the top off of that outline. I'm just going to kind of freeform it here because so much has happened over the past week. In case you haven't noticed, the entire country is involved right now in a conversation about sexual assault, healing the wild feminine, and toxic masculinity. And I'm kind of floored by how it all came about. I mean, the synchronicities with the astrology in the sky, you know, the stars up above, uh, as above, so below kind of thing happening right now. And this past week kind of really took a lot out of me personally, kind of, um, you know, mentally, energetically speaking. And I'm just kind of in awe of how this conversation has bubbled up to the surface, how it is erupting right now, and how women everywhere are coming forward with their own stories, their own experiences of sexual assault, of being shamed for for enjoying their own sexuality, of toxic masculine advances, you know, just male aggression, and, and what it is that we think we need to do in order to heal ourselves of these strange and what have become normal, but shouldn't be normal experiences and how we interact in the world as men, as women, as, you know, the in, embodying the feminine and the masculine energies. Um, there's so much, it's just swirling in my head. It's just like, whoa, <laughs> where do you begin? You know, where do you start? So that's kind of where I'm coming from with this particular episode. So I apologize if I am all over the place on this episode, but I do want to stay on theme in talking about Lilith, the goddess of the wild feminine. So I'll just start with a recap of who the goddess Lilith is. One of her most famous stories, I mean, she is an ancient goddess. She's She comes to us from the Sumerian uh, culture, which was pre-biblical culture, but um, I think the most famous tale of Lilith is that she was the first wife of Adam, who was created in the same fashion as he, and so thereby implying that the two were equal. But Adam expected her to be subservient to him. And she was like, no, I'm not having any of that. <laughs> and, you know, she decided to leave the Garden of Eden because uh, he wanted her to be subservient. But she argued back saying, no, we are equal. And when she called upon God's name to give her some support, he sided with Adam. 
And so she was like, I'm not having any of this. <laughs> and she left. And there's, you know, many different versions of that tale floating around. And we can get really, really deep into the analysis of that story and what it means. But for purposes of this particular episode, I just want to stay on topic and state that Lilith has been misunderstood because she was, you know, she was feared as that wild feminine creature, the one who would create chaos. Because, I mean, if you're looking at her, at the story from the patriarchal point of view, her leaving did upset the balance of things in a way, in a way. But if you're looking at it from an empowered feminine viewpoint, you see that Lilith's character, her energy is really that of an independent feminine you know, the independent feminine, I'll just say. So Lilith, you know, her place in mythology, her place in uh, the collective consciousness is um, a little bit of all those things. She is chaotic. She is wild. She's very independent and she makes up her own mind to do, you know, she's here to do what she was created to do. And she's perfectly fine with surrender and anyway <laughs> okay so that's the story of lilith now in this episode i wanted originally to talk about how lilith shows up in your personal astrological chart because i think it's a really powerful powerful energy that anyone can tap into they if they can pull up their own astrological chart and find out where Lilith is hanging out on their natal chart, you kind of see um, how this energy wants to express itself through your experience. And we will get into that in just a moment. But what I wanted to say before before I get into that is that, you know, again, with this last week, the way that um, elections are uh, prompting us, the, the American elections are prompting us to take a look at all of these issues in a very different way, in a very personal way. Um, it's just been really kind of heart-wrenching and also liberating at the same time. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I've cried a well of tears this past week reading women's stories of sexual assault and being taken advantage of in not very friendly ways. And I even shared my own personal story on Facebook last week because I was feeling, I was actually feeling really triggered by all of the news stories. I was, um, I was, you know, after the Trump tapes came out, uh, just something really weird happened, something really weird within my own personal uh, viewpoint. I had never shared as publicly before as I did when I posted this on this post on Facebook. And it was basically my personal story of growing up in a household where sexual assault was a daily occurrence. And um, the fear of telling anyone really made me shrink back in ways that I can't even explain. Um, but yeah, I, I shared this personal story of being raped by my stepbrother on a nearly daily basis from the time I was five until I was 13. 
and being afraid to tell anyone about it. Just, I mean, my, my parents were, were, um, my parents were, I'll just say they were not very supportive to say the least. Um, without getting into all of those details, I just want to say that it took me until I was 15 years old before I could even tell anyone about my story. And even then, um, my, it was because my mom had found my diary and asked me about it. She asked me about it after I had run away and had been returned home. She asked me about what I had written in my diary about my experiences with my stepbrother. And so I came clean and I, and I shared with her, you know, all the horrible details. And once that was revealed, my father and my stepmother shut me down. <laughs> they, they said, you know, um, we need to keep this in the family. Nobody needs to know about this. We are a good family. You come from a good family. Nobody needs to know about this, blah, blah, blah. You know, all the things that their biggest fears, they were trying to shut me down and keep the secret within the family. But my mom, on the other hand, to the police and she tried to press charges. But according to our local authorities, the statute of limitations had run out. And I remember sitting in that police officer's office and just feeling like numb because I mean, that's all I had gotten my whole life was nobody's going to listen. Nobody's going to care. It doesn't even freaking matter if you tell what happened to you. It doesn't matter because nothing's going to happen. And nobody's going to be held accountable for their terrible actions, you know? So that kind of just set me up for an ongoing experience of disgusting behaviors, of putting up with disgusting behaviors, bosses, um, you know, catcalling out on the streets, being at a concert and getting molested by all the guys in the crowd, you know, um, just because I got too close to the stage and they would pick me up. Anyway, you know, just the growing, the catcalling, the inappropriate gestures, even my husband, my husband, whom I married, whom I loved so much and who he would disrespect me and I'd let him because that's how men were. And anyway, this whole past week just brought up all of these emotions within me and I shared all of this on my private Facebook page. I marked it as a public post. It felt really fucking scary to have to, or to, to share all of this. But at the same time, it was absolutely, totally fucking liberating. I don't know what came over me. I don't know why I chose to share it now. But all I can say is that this Lilith energy that I've chosen to work with through the month of October, and that is affecting all of us right now, well, it's happening, you know, on the mundane level as well, mundane being the world, the global scale. This Lilith energy wants to work with us. It wants us to pull back all of the pretenses. It wants us to come out of hiding that, that cloak of shame that we've wrapped ourselves in over the years. And it wants us to come clean. It wants us to be liberated. Lilith wants us to be free. And that's all I can say about that. That's all I can say. I look back on these events over the past week, all the vulnerable, heartfelt sharing that women everywhere are exposing online, you know, in, in goddess circles and 
to reaching out and sharing their own personal stories. All of this is so fucking liberating. And it seems to me that the goddess works in very mysterious ways. You know, it took one of the biggest misogynists of my lifetime that, that I know of, you know, Donald Trump, to bring us to this point. And so I, you know, I can't, I can't, I never thought I would say it. I'm like with Mama Gina, who just come out with the book Pussy, which amazingly, another amazing synchronicity. <laughs> you know, she said last week also, she said, I never thought I would say thank you to Donald Trump for bringing so much attention to these issues. But yes, thank you, Donald Trump. Thank you for bringing attention to these issues and for liberating so many women of their shame and of their pain. And yeah, so this has been a really wild ride. I'm very emotional. Sorry to get so personal in this episode, but I think, I think, um, I don't know what I think. I just feel very liberated in sharing this. And so I hope that it is inspiring to you, to women who are listening to this episode, and even men who've listened to this episode, who have been exploited, who have been assaulted, who have been hurt in some way, in really dark and devious ways. And I hope that you can come forward and share your own tale as well, because Honestly, there are so many stories out there that go untold and that just leads to unnecessary pain and shame. And that's not how we are supposed to be. We are supposed to be truly authentically in touch with, with that bright light inside of us. And when we cover ourselves in a cloak of shame, we're dimming that light and Anyway, <laughs> I feel like I'm just on this soapbox right now. So taking a deep breath and getting back into the topic of the show, Lilith, how to work with the Lilith energy. Lilith, what an amazing misunderstood goddess. She, so we have the Hebrew story of Lilith, who was Adam's first wife, but astrologically speaking, Lilith represents all things dark moon. I like to think of her as the triple dark moon goddess of astrology because um, last week's episode when I talked about the black moon, the second, you know, black moon meaning the second new moon in one calendar month. Um, I also mentioned that Lilith represents all the definitions of a black moon or a dark moon in astrology. And she's a really powerful force to work with, a very, very powerful force. And she does represent that part of us that is wounded, that part of us that we hide, you know, that unconscious part of us that we don't really acknowledge about ourselves, especially as it pertains to anything that's um, sexual in nature or feminine in nature. And women and men have this within them. We all embody that masculine and feminine energy. We all have it. So it's not about a man or a woman thing, but it's about really tapping into that energy to find out how it wants to express in your experience. And so there's, it gets really confusing too, because um, Lilith, 
because she represents all things dark moon, there are a number of different kinds of black moons, dark moons in astrology. So um, the one thing that I will talk about, because I am running out of time on this episode, the one thing that I will talk about in this episode regarding using this astrology for your benefit is, um, we'll talk about the Lilith Corridor in this episode. And then I'll bring up next, in the next episode, we'll talk about finding the evolutionary astrology viewpoint of Lilith and how to use that energy for healing in your own life. But so um, last summer, this past summer, I dove really far deep into the rabbit hole of Lilith in my own natal chart. And I was kind of surprised to see that um, there were there were the true black moon Lilith and the mean black moon Lilith. Okay. Um, let me let me just go back here and explain what these things mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. Again, I'm all over the I'm all over the place in this episode, so please forgive me. <laughs> Um, okay, so in astrology, Black Moon Lilith is an asteroid, an asteroid. So if you want to find out where this is hanging out in your chart, you can go to astro.com and you can create a profile for yourself if you haven't already done so. And once you create that profile, you can choose all the different specifics that you want to include in your natal chart. So you go to astro.com, create a profile, and then go to extended chart selection. What you'll do from there is you'll pull up your name, the profile that you just created. You'll need your, your of course, you'll need your date of birth and the time of birth, which is important for the house placements, and the location of your birth, because as you know, time is dependent on location, right? So you need all three of those things in order to create an accurate astrological chart. And anybody can do this. It's free. You don't have to pay a membership fee or anything. So do that, and then go to the extended chart selection, and down at the very bottom once you're in there, after you choose your name and you choose the natal chart with transits from the drop down menu, at the very bottom, there is a bar where you can type in the um, numbers of the specific asteroids that you want to include in your natal chart. And if you're looking for only the Lilith points, you'll want to put in your you'll want to put in, I'm trying to find the codes here. You want to put in the mean black moon Lilith and the true black moon Lilith. And what those are basically is um, the true and the mean is the difference in, it's just a mathematical calculation. So true node black moon Lilith uh, represents um, where that mathematical point is in relation to Earth, where it actually is, and the mean node is kind of a close approximation, if that makes sense. <laughs> okay, but what they symbolize in astrology is um, it's a zone. There's a zone between these two points on your chart. So, for instance, I look at my chart, 
And my chart has um, dark moon Lilith at, sorry, true dark moon. Let me say that again. True black moon <laughs> starting at um, 24 degrees Scorpio and the mean black moon at one degree Capricorn. So there's uh, that corridor between the space between those two creates what is called the Lilith corridor. And this zone represents that space within your psyche where you are able to tap into the hidden unconscious part of yourself that you've not acknowledged or that you try to hide about yourself. Basically your shadow, you know, basically it is the zone in which you can really pull up those shadow issues. And for me personally, this last week has been just wild because, you know, Lilith is currently transiting Scorpio right now. So it kind of activated within my own experience that might be happening for you as well. Um, but it's, it's a fascinating thing to look into. Um, you can look at this energy. You can look at this Lilith corridor as a way to analyze, you know, those things that you want hidden, but you can also use it to figure out how you can safely bring it to light. Because in my opinion, you know, this is like shadow work. This is deep shadow work is what this is. And shadow work is acknowledging all of those things about yourself that you normally don't want to acknowledge. And when you can do that, it's a very powerful healing slash holding whole, as in being whole again, being complete unto yourself, very goddessy way of using your shadow in order to make your life better, basically. So what wants to come to surface? What wants to um, be illuminated so that you can go on about your business living your best life? So that's one way that you can use this Lilith energy is by looking at the Lilith corridor in your chart. And I think I'm going to make a video about this too, and I'll post it on the Facebook page because it's kind of hard to follow along with just the words, especially being as how I've jumped all over the place in this episode. And I so apologize for that, but thank you for sticking with me. If you've been with me this far, I really appreciate that. Um, but again, I just want to say there's something really powerful happening right now in the collective. And I think that if, if we are brave enough to look into it, to tap into that energy and see how it's affecting us on the personal level, um, we can really ride this wave and start normalizing the truth, start normalizing authenticity, start normalizing you know, all the things that um, make us whole and, and who we are. As it stands right now, it's normal, quote unquote normal, for this uh, male aggression, this, I don't want to say male aggression, I want to say masculine aggression, this toxic masculine aggression to try to hide what is beautiful about the wild feminine, to 
shame it into non-existence. And I don't really like that. And I don't really think that's what we need as a collective consciousness. I think that we need to come out of, I don't think we need to come out of that darkness. I think the darkness helps us in so many ways, but I think that we need to illuminate where we've been hiding, all those places that we've been hiding. And this Lilith Corridor can definitely help. And if you're ready to share your story, I encourage you, I completely encourage you to tap into this energy right now and use it as a liberating force in your own. Oh, the lady said it's 90 seconds left. If you have anything that you've been ashamed of sharing with the world, it's time to unveil that because that just keeps your light dim. And I really encourage you to come forward and let your light shine brightly. And with that, I think I'm going to get off of here because I'm just going to start breaking down in tears right now, thinking about all the stories that want to be told. And I can't. Thank you everyone for listening. And again, if you haven't already, please check out the blog, thegoddessdiaries.org. Sign up for the newsletter, get your free goddess gifts for tools for you to tap into your inner goddess self. Remember your sacred self. And until next time, I love you guys to the moon and back, and I will see you on the blog.